You want to wrestle me, my infestile? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday morning in the Bluff City. It's wrestling time. Making his way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of rhythm and bruise. Please welcome your host and your hero, Kevin Sorito. It's time to talk wrestling on the radio on this leap day, this AEW Revolution Saturday. We will talk more about that event. Of course, watch party uh, that I will be hosting happening tonight at Rec Room. I'll give you all those details as well. You can watch it for free uh, with me. And man, we got some awesome drink specials. Just announced one moment here, uh, moments ago on Twitter at Cerrito. I will give you uh, the rundown on that. The King will join me later on uh, today around 11 o'clock. He joins me every Saturday uh, as we talk wrestling on the radio. But we are going to start this week. We've got joining us in studio from the Commercial Appeal. He covers uh, FedEx and he covers wrestling when it's happening around town. He is Max Garland. He's making his show debut. What's up, Max? How you doing? I'm excited. Yeah, thanks for coming in studio. Everybody can follow Max at Max Garland Types on Twitter. And so I know you're you're from um, the Big Red Machine country up there in Knoxville. <laughs> or you have a rest, county mayor. County mayor. You still registered to vote in Knoxville? Oh no, I'm vote? here in Memphis. So you you could not vote for Kane. You didn't no, no, unfortunately Kane. not. But uh, <laughs> not sure if my family did either. Didn't ask. Him. You, you've been in Memphis for a couple of years. You took over for our friend uh, Jason Munz. Jason Munz, who got a big promotion because he's the Tiger beat writer now for the Tiger basketball team. That's a big job. And so now you're covering the uh, wrestling events happening. All, all rest, kind of the, There's not a beat writer over at the CA, but uh, there's lots of passionate wrestling fans, I know. Yeah, exactly. And this, you know, just the start of this year, we had so many events. AEW came in uh, to South Haven, then we had. Uh, SmackDown Live comes through here, all that. So, so it's been pretty eventful time. Uh, and, whenever they come in, and NXT, it was a jam packed January, is what we mm. called it, the the busiest month in the in the history, which is a big thing for this city, which is uh, one of the uh, the uh, has the richest history of professional wrestling uh, across the globe. So, uh, you you've been you did you get which one of those events did you get to go to? Did you get to go to? I went to the NXT event, which was NXT. great. It was packed. It was Minglewood Hall crowd was hot the entire time and it was cool too because you had some of the nxt uk stars that were coming in right. for, for that a uh, clashing event they had later on so nxt nxt uk so a lot of talent you wouldn't normally see uh coming through memphis that that is true and uh that show had maybe the best match of all three because i was at all three events of course i had uh, i had to be there i wasn't gonna miss them and uh, that that main event with uh adam Colbebe uh was was probably the best match of of all three shows we got to see angel garza again wrestle who's been called up angel garza mr two shows in memphis in january he's been growing on me he's been really yeah, he good he's really good yeah. overall recently it's, it's awesome like i feel like a, a special connection because of of what happened in january I get to watch him wrestle <laughs> twice live for two different uh wwe brands but so, how are you? How are you watching wrestling these days? These days, I always like to ask people this because there's there is too much there's too much WWE. I, they, the, for a while, yeah. people say there's too much wrestling, but there's definitely too much WWE on television right now. 
uh, and you got to throw and you got to watch AEW. So what do you what are you doing if your DVR is full at the end of the week? It's Saturday afternoon. You got nothing else to do. You want to watch some wrestling? What are you going to? For for me, it's it's kind of like you have to binge watch it like you do Netflix shows or anything like that. You, you can't just watch it religiously every Monday night, Wednesday night, Friday night. I do with AEW, but other than that, I have to kind of jam pack it uh, over the weekend. So usually that's NXT first because that's that's probably my favorite promotion now at WWE, and then then I kind of go through it after that. But it's it's hard to keep up with, especially with AEW now coming on strong. AEW without questions my go to even this AEW is, is my first watch but it's even this week they had an outstanding preview of the pay per view that aired after like if you haven't watched this it's Jericho is so good uh, in in the preview for tonight's Revolution so they did the regular Wednesday night Dynamite and then they had this preview show that I'm sure is probably being encore today on TNT or or somewhere but. Um, Okay, so before we get into to previewing AEW, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Because this is something I didn't even just realize until this morning because it's leap day today, right? It's the end mm-hmm. of February. We had uh, – for the it has been four or five-year tradition now that WWE comes to Memphis in January. Like we're part of the January pre-WrestleMania, uh, you know, the road to the Rumble uh, or road to WrestleMania time. They're always here because in part they're filming something for Black History Month at the Civil Rights Museum is what they've done the past couple of years. I uh, fast forward through a lot of these WWE shows. I have not seen. I know they didn't have anything in Memphis because there was no PR that day, uh, which was rare, interesting. But they didn't do anything really to honor Black History Month tonight. Not, not that the, uh, this entire month, um, which usually was you know kind of the tradition. They have the wrestlers walk through the museum and talk different wrestlers every time, talk about different moments in Black History. And that's, that's kind of dis- a little disappointing. Yeah, and they usually have heavily promote that on their shows, too, as you said, and all that. And it'd be strange that they wouldn't do that here because that's, you know, that's the normal take they usually do. Um, so uh, maybe it had to do with because they were here around New Year's or, or maybe they couldn't get the hours right with Black History. I don't know. Maybe they decided not to do it anymore. But uh, they could have done it with the NXT stars when they came back later on in January and got closer. They exactly. It's new. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Max Garland here in studio. Let's talk about the biggest thing in wrestling uh, is from WWE. Now, this could this you think? Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got to start talking about this because Goldberg, Goldberg is now the Universal Champion in 2020. In 2020. Mm-hmm. Well, not just that. If you look at Goldberg, he's 53 years old. He still looks good. Let's give him credit where it's due. He's the there's three world champions on these national televised programs. And one is Goldberg, one is Brock Lesnar, and one is Chris Jericho. Like <laughs> in 2020, like you move Where are the of, new guys, move one of those twos around in 2020, and make it 2002. That makes sense, right? Yeah, but, yeah it's, we're, we're kind of in a time warp here. But and and you're, as you're right, Goldberg does. He looks good, but uh, as we saw uh, with the Saudi Arabia show, he you know he he lost a step definitely. Why well, did I? I, I out of principle, do not watch the Saudi Arabia shows. And so I got to follow the results. And when it happened, it's like, oh, crap, it happened. But really, I'm disappointed, but really, honestly, because like I, because of my job, have free, I can watch these. I was not like, mm-hmm. I have, I'm like, I'm at work. I can't watch. I, I could watch them. Yeah. Like, it's probably the best time for me to have a wrestling show because I've worked in so many nights. But, uh, okay, let's, your first reaction when Goldberg won. It's, I was stunned personally because the fiend is probably the hottest commodity they have right now and oh, was yeah. yeah yeah i guess was yeah he, he's certainly lost some of that 
uh, after this loss, but I I was just stunned. But then the more I think about it, the more I realize that you know this is what WWE does. They uh, put the belt uh, like they did with Goldberg a couple years ago on an older star. I guess give a give that match uh, a bit more interest versus Roman Reigns. It appears like, but it's I, I just don't. Why does that match need the championship? Right, I don't exactly. know. I. Yeah, lots happening on SmackDown last night. We'll talk about that in a second. But I was I expressed my concerns on this show the past couple of weeks. Everybody that I had on, like I, I brought up, like, what do you, do you think Goldberg can win this? Because I mean, this is deja vu of what happened. You had a year long. This is the reason, one of the main reasons, Chris Jericho quit and, and got uh, hooked up with all these guys at AEW is because he had a year long. Was Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens had a year long storyline building up to them breaking up, and and. It was set up to be a title match at WrestleMania for the Universal Championship, Kevin Owens versus Jericho. Then, boom, February pay-per-view, KO loses it to Goldberg, and and that match is, like, just randomly placed on the WrestleMania card. And that hurt, because that was a great build-up to it with the list. And, the Festival of Friendship yes. is, is one of WWE's best segments that they have done, uh, or that they did last decade, as we're now into a new one. But lost all momentum yeah. after after that. After exactly, lost, the lost that. Yeah. And so here we are in 2020, because a couple years later, Goldberg, I don't have the issue of being Goldberg being the champion. I just, the way it, more of the, it went about it is more the problem with me, because it really does hurt the Fiend. I was already losing interest in the Fiend, because they made him unstoppable. And for the idea he loses to uh, a half-assed version <laughs> of the Jackhammer uh, from Goldberg, I mean, that was not... Uh, the regular Jack, that that's the move that, that took out the guy who we can go through the list of moves that Seth Rollins did to try to stop him, right? He's looked invincible. Right. And how could you not just, why can't you have outside interference help Goldberg get the championship if you want to get the championship? Yeah, exactly. Something like that extends into a new feud with The Fiend right there, but it just existed in a vacuum. Right. Clean win, 100%, even though, as you said, Bray has looked invincible some of these matches. Was that due to the uh, people that Bray went through before uh, with ease, you know? Right. He's going through legends and marking out X's on their faces, so it makes sense the Goldberg win, just another legend uh, going into WrestleMania. Because that has been the year-long storyline, whether you like it and you're still interested or not. Like, it's been going on. This has been building. And historically in WWE, they do build towards WrestleMania. But now... In recent history, it's like we pause it, we move things up and try to get old legends back because we don't have confidence. In... But the thing is, Bray is still, after last night, going to be in a match, a pretty high-profile match at WrestleMania, right? That, that is nice that, that he gets to uh, you know have a match with John Cena. Obviously, that's you know, anytime it, you get yeah. a match with them. Nice. He needs his revenge match, but does this mean they took the title off of him? Does he? Does this mean Cena's winning this match? Uh, because they, and they don't want Cena to be the champion. Obviously, Cena's probably gonna have to go back and do some more movies and stuff afterwards. At, at least on Twitter, Bray has been alluding to you know this is just part of the circle. He needs to get yeah. the job done at you know He's a, right his past wrongs. But every time with Bray, I'm a big fan of him. Get so much buildup and so much disappointment. Uh, after the Randy Orton feud, too, obviously. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Losing at WrestleMania. Like, right when the, he's not – the buildup is good uh, for Bray mm -hmm. quite often. He seems like a legitimate threat in the ring. The fans are buying in, and then something happens. And all it does is take, like, one moment, right? Like, uh, you look at Braun Strowman recently and how he was just invincible, and the fans were behind him, but then – his money in the bank 
situation that completely ended up ruining him, and he had never was able to return from winning the Money in the Bank and not cashing that in. Right. You get a short-term build for WrestleMania or whatever, that takes the momentum out that you've had for you know months with some of these guys, like Bray, too. It took him a while to get repackaged and Why gain not- momentum. Why not just okay? One, you got to get the title off him. You made a mistake. They shouldn't put the title on Bray Wyatt anyway. It was mm-hmm. didn't make any sense for him to have title. Goofy looking so title much. too. Right. Oh, that blue is yeah. awful. <laughs> Goldberg now the first person ever to hold both the red and the blue uh, Universal Championship or or win it, I guess. Uh, because uh, the we've got uh, maybe Bray because he's the guy who had the transferred over. Whatever. He had it in both eras of that title which has yes. got the worst history and continues to have the worst history the title keeps changing hands in Saudi Arabia just get rid of that title I don't want it anymore I don't care it's the universal champion but too many titles but anyway but if you want to take the title off of him you've got elimination chamber on the schedule put him in the elimination chamber match and have everybody in the match team up with him do something mm-hmm. uh to take the title off where it would make more sense have everybody in there eliminate him and then boom you get a new champion coming out of it that way yeah he's still protected uh if you do that with a bunch of people teaming up on him but it's just There's lots of other ways besides a squash match because at the end of the day it was goldberg squashed the guy <laughs> who couldn't be stopped and then so the other issue john cena returned last night for his wrestlemania opponent which Kind of a lame pay-per-view because he's out there talking about, I want to take the spotlight away from young stars. You've got Goldberg <laughs> and, and Brock Lesnar uh, in the featured matches. But but so then The Fiend comes out, and it's going to be Fiend versus Cena, which I would be so stoked for the big revenge. I was at WrestleMania 30 for for the – I thought the Bray Wyatt-John Cena feud was great. I thought Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt was going to win then, and he yeah. did not. And that This would be his That's chance true. to win, and he might still win at this WrestleMania. But at this point, after being squashed by Goldberg, and then he comes out. He comes out. And he just po- – the Fiend points to the WrestleMania sign. Like, like anyone else would do. Like anybody else. No like, mystique. Right. Why does he attack everyone? <laughs> but John Cena, he's going to come out like like a, a WWE superstar, registered trademark, and point to the sign? Well, Bray wants the kids to be okay. That's it. What? <laughs> Two, like within 24 hours, the Fiend – uh, I think it's just ruined. And you've got this. You've, I would be excited because, like I said, I enjoy watching Goldberg. I thought his feud with Brock Lesnar was awesome a couple years ago. They had ago. a good WrestleMania match. And they had a great Split. WrestleMania. Yeah. It's different. The matches are different yeah. than what we're used yeah. to seeing. And I would have been excited about Spear versus Spear. It doesn't need the title, like you pointed out. Mm-hmm. And I think it could it has potential to be booed out of the building like Goldberg, Brock, WrestleMania 20 because people – very accustomed to, you know, it's like riding a bike. You can easily just go back to booing Roman and Goldberg. What will fans get over it? I don't know. I did the only moves this week is just ruin things. I would have been happy with the Goldberg uh, Roman for not for the title or for the title if it was off the fiend in, the, in a more believable way, which is crazy to say yeah. <laughs> when you involve the fiend. The fiend, yeah, sure. And I would be so excited about John Cena, but the Phoebe's just lost to Goldberg. So he should have no chance against John Cena at WrestleMania. We've already seen him lose it's, to it, John Cena at WrestleMania. It's it's an issue this company has had for years, you know, just this build up and then taking it out from under them, especially with older stars. We we gotta build up this next generation. You know, we can't have them lose right. to aging guys like Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Okay, uh, Max Garland's here in studio. We're going to preview AEW next. That's enough about WWE and, our, and, and, and the frustrations here. And, and then the rumors, of course, they want the title on Goldberg because there are rumors, and this could happen as soon as WrestleMania, that WWE is selling the rights to their pay-per-view streamings to a different streaming service. So, like, it could be on ESPN Plus uh, within 
this quarter is what Vince teased in his in his uh, calls recently. So uh, that they want to have the stars that you can interview that people recognize in, in with the the belts around them or, or championships as they call them. All right, when we come back, we're going to preview AEW. You are listening. To, it is uh, wrestling time here on Sarita Live on Sports Entertainment fifty six nine six one at eighty seven seven FM. Now back to wrestling time. Here once again is Kevin Sarita. Welcome back. We're talking wrestling on the radio early today. We're here till 1130. The King will join me at 11. But I was just thinking, so we're talking about Goldberg, but like uh, being the universal champion, you know what would have been good? Because something needed to happen. It didn't need to be a clean finish and it didn't need to be a squash. Why couldn't they have flown Scott Hall out to Saudi Arabia with the taser? He tasers the fiend, and that's the weapon that takes down the fiend, we know. Fantastic. Then we that know the secret. Been, that would have been the finish. Gotta get the taser. But, get but, that, but that really is a callback. Like, how bad was the – when WCW finally ended the streak, right? And Goldberg goes down uh, with that the outside interference from a, a weapon you never see uh, in wrestling. Uh, at least it protects the supposedly invincible guys. At least it protected he lost the lost and yeah. I think that might be better. You're right. What are you saying? That is, <laughs> there you go. Armchair is, booking right there. That is better. We're about to get into uh, previewing the AEW Revolution, which is tonight. I will be out at Rec Room. Of course, Rec Room uh, sponsors wrestling time here on Cerrito Live every single week. week. Uh, with the Mid-South Coliseum being mothballed, Rec Room has become the wrestling headquarters here in the wrestling capital of the world. Just listen to some of the upcoming events uh, happening. I told you tonight we're at, for the AEW Watch Party. I'll go over those details here in a moment. On March 14th, 901 Wrestling is back live at Rec Room, and it's just 5 bucks to get in the door. They have a new $10 VIP section. If you didn't know already, I am now uh, your host of your wrestling show, 901 Wrestling. So I'm at every one of those. Uh, March 14th is the next one on a Saturday night. Kids are welcome if they are with a parent or guardian. On the 24th of March, I'll be hosting our next wrestling trivia event there. It is Trivia Mania. Uh, so go ahead and mark your calendar. That is a free event, and it is a wrestling event where you get to be a part of the action, the showcase of the Trivia Immortals, the Granddaddy of All Wrestling Trivia Nights, the Ultimate Trivia Thrill Ride, uh, Trivia Mania on March 24th. Special 7 p.m. bell time uh, that night. You will win prizes, including passes to 901 Wrestling. Uh, all ages welcome there as well if they're with a parent or a guardian. And then of that, uh, there's other events still. Like these are just some of the events happening that are wrestling related at Rec Room, and it's not just wrestling because it's also UFC and boxing, all combat sports. I know I slipped up during the live spot last week and was calling the the uh, the the Fury Wilder Wilder fight. Actually, I'm slipping up in this one. I was calling I'm calling it UFC because I'm so used to the UFC and I'm not used to boxing being uh, uh, huge. But it was a, a massive crowd for not only 91 wrestling last week, but a big crowd that came out uh, when that was over for that for that boxing uh, match. I'll tell you, that bout was I'm going to watch boxing more. If I, I'm a, a Fury fan now. I know he could beat Braun Strowman by count out, but I didn't know he could do what he could do uh, there. But if it's, if it's UFC or boxing, big matches, those are always on those giant screens at Rec Room. Tonight, it is the AEW Revolution uh, pay-per-view watch party. It is the place to uh, be to watch it. They've got, of course, the giant screens. There is no cover. I'm going to have giveaways after every single match. Drink specials. Uh, okay, here's what we have for the drink specials tonight. You know 
the whole goal of this, we do these watch parties so you can save your 50 bucks. You don't have to buy the pay-per-view. You can save that 50 bucks and you can spend it on a little bit of the bubbly. We've got the champagne of beers, Miller High Life, available for just $3. They're mixing together a private party punch uh, for nice. 5 bucks. It's a team that was in action in the, in the opening bout for the AEW show in South Haven. And just added this morning, just added this morning, a new drink special for tonight uh, for the pay-per-view watch party at Rec Room. Uh, here's the new special. If you buy a freshly squeezed orange Jello shot, you get one half off for your best friend. I was waiting for an Orange Cassidy reference, waiting for it. So just added, uh, yeah, freshly squeezed orange Jello shots tonight. Buy one, get one half off for your best friend. That's the place to be to watch it this evening, AEW's Revolution, which uh, we're going to talk about right now. Let's get to the card here. So many good matches. I was looking at it. There's there's three matches that involve former WWE superstars, two matches that involve, involve exclusively former WWE wrestlers, but there are seven matches on the card, so that's just a small part of it. Well, let's uh, roll through it uh, real fast. I'm excited. They just announced the other day Orange Cassidy was going to be involved, and that's when I was like, we got to get an Orange Cassidy drink special with this thing. Uh, he is wrestling the the wrestler formerly known as Neville, whose nickname I'm not sure if we're allowed to say on the radio. Uh, they sure say it on TNT a lot. JR loves to say it, but but uh, he's going against Pac, or is it Pac? I still don't even know. I go with Pac, but nah. either way. Uh, gravity forgot about him. I know that. Uh, what do you think? This is going. This is the most intriguing match now. All of a sudden. Well, it depends on how much does Orange Cassidy go. Does he unleash, you know, his full potential? Which, if you've seen him on the indie scenes, you know he can really go. He's not just. I, that's what I have heard. I have not seen it, and I don't want to see it until tonight. I'm excited. Uh, there's two big debuts uh, happening on the pay per view uh, tonight. Uh, AEW debuts, and the Orange Cassidy one is the most fascinating because they have, if anything, he is one of the most over superstars that they have. wrestlers. I'm sorry, I'm using my. WWE terms a lot today, but uh, Orange Cassidy is he's 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 super over. His, his merch he hasn't done anything. Yeah, his merch is on all the shows. You know, everyone's dressing up like him. Even though, as you said, he hasn't had a single match yet, but he is he's incredibly over. Probably the most over superstar on the show, maybe. And they say he's going to try. I don't think he is going to win. <laughs> he will try. Can't wait to watch that one. Nyla Rose is the uh, women's uh, champion now. She's going against Chris Statlander, who uh, there's a lot of wrestling fans who don't like Chris Statlander because she is, you know, the, an alien or whatever. I I like how they they kind of present her as she says she's an alien, uh, more so than she is an alien. I'm fine with that gimmick. It makes me remember who she is. She's not going to win tonight, there's, right? Nyla Rose isn't going to drop the title this quickly. No, no, exactly. Uh, there wasn't much build up to it either. I mean, I think Nyla Rose has got to win pretty handily, or at least clean. We've got a Darby Allen versus Sam uh, Guevara. That these are this is the match. We talked about a couple matches with former WWE wrestlers. All right, this is the match with two up and coming stars that AEW has really gone all in on, and and, and rightfully so. They should have a, an awesome match uh, tonight. Uh, who I don't know which way it goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Darby Allen is again one of their most over players right now, and you know he he's been a big part of that and really energetic too. I don't know which way that one goes. I'd say Guevara. But it could be a toss-up because of how much people love Darby Allen. Yeah, possibly Sammy. And we're looking at uh, babyface heel victories from our predictions already. I don't know. This is the I, Darby's Darby's going in with that skateboard injury, so he's got a <laughs> he's got a built-in a, a excuse. Uh, also on the card, so Dustin Rhodes 
uh, going against Jake Hager, former Jack Swagger of WWE fame. I tell you, this is what's so good about AEW. They've made me care about Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger, Jake Hager now, uh, made his AEW debut on the first Dynamite, right? He was the Lex Luger uh, to the, the, like uh, from Nitro. He was the Lex Luger of uh, Dynamite, made his debut, and... I haven't. I didn't. I was like, "This is a lame. That's a lame Lex Luger." But now they've. I'm, I'm, I'm all in, right? I want to see him wrestle. They've hyped him up. They've hyped him up, and I, I think there's no way he loses his match. No. I mean, you, you got to establish that he's he's the dominant player. The only question is whether or not uh, the Dippin' Dots gets involved. Oh no! Oh no! We we can't have that. <laughs> well, we so, see. well, Jr. Poor Jr. <laughs> he, he cannot handle that. K- Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus the Young Bucks. Is this win? Adam Page leaves the elite and turns against Kenny Omega. Is that going to happen? They've got to start this feud at some point so Kenny Omega can get to the title picture, right? I think so. I, I think the Young Bucks win this one. I don't hey. know. I think establish them more as heels, and then I don't know. I think people are really sympathetic towards Hangman, honestly. They, they need the titles. Mm-hmm. They need the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, You think people—that's true. I, I don't know how that feud is going to happen. That's the thing. They could go uh, so do, many different ways with it. Their interview this week did make the Young Bucks look uh, like heels to me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and But, I mean, come on. That's when they're best. Don't bring your drink to an interview. You no, don't need to bring no. it. You can just put, the, put, it, put it behind your chair. He clearly has you a know, problem. We need got, to help him. <laughs> he does. MJF versus Cody. Uh, this is the one they've been building up. Yes. Uh, Old school. Cannot wait for this match tonight. Talked with Austin Idol on the show last week. And... Uh, he put over MJF as being the guy who knows how to get heat. The question, though, remains, can he get heat in the middle of a match? Because really, MJF, just like Orange Cassidy, has not really been wrestling. Like, he's wrestled a little bit for AEW, but he has not had a high-profile match since the show debuted on TNT. And this is going to be it. I, th- I think they got to let this feud continue to simmer, honestly. Keep making Cody this tragic hero. And, yeah, let MJF go in the ring. Let's see what he can do. He needs the win. we got so many heel uh, victories being <laughs> uh, predicted. Does that mean John Moxley becomes AEW championship in the main event? The former Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, goes against uh, Le Champion, Chris Jericho. John Moxley, is, is there an argument? Tell me how John Moxley wins this thing. I just think strike while the iron's hot. And you also got, he did that training montage you saw with the couture and all that. I'm not sure how he wins that because there is going to be a lot of interference. I'm sure plenty of interference. Right. Because Jericho said the inner circle will be there. Yeah, exactly. Moxley, and this is opportunity. Moxley wins to say, hey, our champion is a younger star. While WWE's got the older guys uh, holding the belts. But I still think Jericho needs to hold the title a little bit longer. There is a path for this, yeah, to, to continue and keep extending this feud. I I don't know which way they go, but but they could just go ahead and go with Moxley. And as you said, show that, hey, we're leading with a younger star here. Uh, uh, yeah, so there we go. That's our pay-per-view. It's, uh, I, the, the one match I'm looking forward to the, the most, though, MJF, Cody for sure. And I think that's got to be with, with every. I did not, would not expect to, my, that I would be such a big Cody fan. Uh, a year ago. Yeah, yeah. The, and, yeah, with the way he was presented, too, and all that, now I feel sympathetic towards him, especially after the cage match with Wardlow. I mean, yeah. he has been going at it. <laughs> Oof, poor Cody. The match he has wanted, he has, he has sacrificed a lot to get here uh, tonight. So, Rec Room is where we will be. Uh, Max, hopefully you swing by. Appreciate you coming in. It's been, it's been fun. We will we'll have you back soon here. Thank you. Watch tonight. 
Everybody follow Max at Max Garland Types on Twitter covering uh, FedEx and more for the commercial appeal. And uh, he's got a wrestling story. I'm sure he'll tweet it out. Next time you're on, we'll talk about how you're an advocate for senior dogs. <laughs> I am too. It was amazing. We got so much in common here, wrestling and and uh, older dogs. That's all you need, <laughs> wrestling and older dogs. That's all you really need in life. It really is. Uh, Max, uh, thanks again. Maybe I'll see you tonight at Rec Room. Come on out there and get – if, if you come on out, I will buy a freshly squeezed orange jello shot and I will get the one half off for you tonight. Well, like friend. Orange Cassidy. I'm talking Cassidy. to Max, not the listeners. Y'all can get that deal for you and your best friends. Like Orange Cassidy, I will try. <laughs> you will try tonight. <laughs> you will try. Oh, my goodness. The champagne of beer for three bucks, private party punch for five bucks. Man, it's going to be the party tonight. I can't wait to get together. I had so much fun at AEW in South Haven, and those same fans invited to come back out uh, tonight. When 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 the Memphis area, the, the fans in this territory or AEW fans get together, it's a fun time. All right, we'll take a quick time out. The King joins me next. Here you're listening to Wrestling Time on Street Alive on Sports Entertainment 56, 96.1 and 87.7 FM. Now back to Wrestling Time. Here once again is the Mark of the South, Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back. Every week on the show, uh, Jerry the King Lawler is brought to you by Smoothie King. Rule the day and visit uh, the many Memphis area Smoothie King locations, including ones in Olive Branch, Germantown, and Carville. And the King, he joins us Smoothie now. King presents the King, Jerry Lawler. Good morning, King. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing great, and as promised, we've got much more time than usual. Hopefully, you got some time uh, this morning. It's been a minute. Since and, we... uh, and now, and now, I'm I'm loaded with time. Hang on a second. Yeah, sure. Oh, my hey, friend, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Good. Tell everybody in Memphis hello here. Hello there, Memphis. What's going on here? Y'all here with the team. Wait, who, who am I talking to? Who am I talking Ron, to? Ron Simmons. Ron hey, Simmons. Man, Damn. Yeah. We're here at uh, the Richmond uh, Comic Con or Galaxy Con here in Richmond and uh, tons of people. There's uh, Lex Luger right there. I'm next to Christian and uh, William Shatner's right over here across the hallway from me. It's a big day here. We've got 15,000 people at this Comic Con this morning. Oh, wow. Where, what city is this in? Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. And you were in Cleveland yesterday? I was in Cleveland last night, had to connect through New York City this morning. Uh, but, yeah, I was in Cleveland last night for the Cleveland Monsters hockey game. They had WWE uh, night last night. They went with my fanny pack idea that the Grizzlies should Oh, my gosh, it is ago. nice. I got grabbed a couple of them to bring home. Yeah, they're, just, they're very nice. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll just come by and pick mine up this week. Okay. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so, William Shatner, that's the thing. Like, so, you're going to go talk and hang out with him a little bit, huh? You all have a, a, a pretty rich history. Yeah, well, I'll, we'll hang out over in the green room for a little bit and re- reminisce about old times of him giving me the alien monkey flip and then inducting me in the Hall of Fame and all that sort of stuff. 
The uh, that's that's awesome. So uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. So, so anything happened last night? This was a Cleveland hockey game. You didn't slip on the ice, did you? No, thank goodness. I made sure that didn't happen. I didn't get off. I didn't get onto the ice at all, other than just walk out to drop the puck on the carpet this time. The, the, were you the only uh, WWE superstar that was there for WWE night? I was the only one. What was that? Not enough. They drew fifteen thousand people. They drew fifteen thousand people. Well, and I take it back. I think it was thirteen thousand. There's fifteen thousand here at the Comic Con. Yes, it really was. Oh my gosh, I was so I was so impressed with the. Uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, they call it now. It used to be the queue, you know, where the Cavaliers play. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just, it's such a, uh, and it's, of course, where we, you know, do the wrestling there, there in Cleveland. It's right next to Progressive Field for the baseball. And they have, they have just, I don't know how much money they spent, but they just redid that place. And it was amazing. I mean, just, gosh, it was like the most gigantic uh, uh, video screens over the, over the ice and, and, uh, just, I mean, the whole place, it was unbelievable. All these, uh, every, as soon as you walked in, you walked through stuff, and it's just like, uh, uh, like, well, it reminded me of the way they do, you know, the way the uh, screen is when you walk out from the gorilla position there in WWE, you know, how now it's all LED lighting and right. everything. Yeah. Well, they've, they've done that, that with, like, all the walls inside the, inside the uh, arena there. It's un- unreal. Oh, but yeah, that's that sounds cool. We're talking with Jerry the King Lawler. He joins us every week. He's live from uh, Comic Con today the in Richmond, Virginia, Galaxy Con. Galaxy Con, Galaxy Con. Yeah. So he's live from Galaxy Con the day after he's at the Monsters Hockey Game. I do like that. I like the Monsters name and mascot. That's a, pr- a pretty unique. Yeah, uh, it is. They, they they got a cool little uh, cool little logo and everything. No, last... they didn't win the game though. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> The uh, last week we did not have much time. You said you wanted to talk about uh, the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. What did you want to talk about? Uh, well, I don't know. I thought he was sort of in the news there about something about. Uh, he is. Yeah, he is. Oh, so I'll tell you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I just saw one day. I saw one one thing on it, about it on Twitter, and then I didn't see any more. So I thought, well, maybe that was just uh, uh, not real or something. I don't know. Was it's it? definitely a real story. It's been reported by the Clarion Ledger there in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, their daily newspaper, that uh, WWE Hall of Famer Ted DiBiase, uh, his Christian nonprofit received more than $2 million in federal welfare funds from the state of Mississippi. And, of course, what makes Uh-oh. that – Yeah, <laughs> what makes that definitely uh, stand out is that the million-dollar man getting welfare um, in any way. Uh, yeah, doesn't make much uh, sense, but yeah, his son's in trouble. His son, one of his sons, is in trouble. How much um, uh, the former million dollar champion is? I don't, I don't think he was necessarily involved. We'll find out. But his son, I've never, seems- had, I've never had much faith in anything that call itself nonprofit. I mean, like, I don't, the, I, like the I NFL just, is nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there, there you go. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll 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 see how that goes. But it's at this course this comes just a couple weeks after we learned that Sergeant Slaughter really didn't serve in the in the, in the military. <laughs> oh, next you're gonna have a story about me not really being a king. What uh, in the world? Uh, well, I think pretty sure you are. You are you are a king as far as <laughs> as far as I know. The I didn't want to talk about this because you are, you of course, a WWE Hall of Famer already. You know, uh, the Memphis Hall of Fame Sports Hall of Fame debuted last year. And there's no one in this town more of an advocate uh, for you to be in that Hall of Fame than I am. 
and I ranted for weeks and weeks on the radio what a big joke the Hall of Fame was. Uh, that they did not induct you in the first class because they did say they were going to take in wrestlers and they inducted 22 people. We went over the list of some of them on the show uh, that you were definitely in like the group of five that should have been in the first class and they somehow made it to 22 and didn't put you in. And so this past Wednesday, King, I'm I'm going, I'm doing my, my regular spot on Channel 3 uh, that I do on occasion. So I'm up there on News Channel 3 Drive about to talk to Mary Beth and Alex and – uh, there's Kevin Kane. So Kevin Kane is about to go on to talk about the Memphis Sports Hall of Fame. And I'm like, OK, he's going on the segment before me. Uh, I'm not scheduled to talk about this, but I'm going to turn my segment around to be like, well, wait a minute. Y'all just had Kevin Kane on like, this. Right. How are they continuing to talk about this and not have Jerry Lawler in? So I'm watching. So I, before I'm going on, I'm watching this and I'm, I'm getting angry. I'm like, I can't believe he is. He is here right before I'm going on talking about this. And what does he do? It, it's like he he saw me and he, and, he, and, he, and he knew that he needed to explain himself. In the middle of that interview, King, <laughs> he pretty much says, you're going in. They have not done the voting yet, but he said, they pretty much said that you're going in. Uh, that Jerry Lawler uh, should have gone in, is going in. Uh, this year, because that we have we have changed, they've changed the rules, and I think it's, I, I don't think I know it's because you got screwed. I think it's in part because I raised a big fuss about it uh, every week on the radio uh, last year. But the they've changed the rules, so they had the retirement rule is what the stupid excuse that they used uh, for you not going in, which was that was just that is a uh, fake rule anyway, because they let Fred Smith in. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> and they let, they let Bill dance in who's still fishing and Fred Smith, who is still donating money. So how could they not let Jerry Lawler in? So, but they, they dropped that rule and said, if you were over the age of 50, you don't have to be retired to go into the hall of fame. It was like, well, you already did that last year anyway. So now they probably going to induct you uh, this year. So I think it's only a matter of time as Kevin Kane dropping spoilers on Channel 3's uh, Live at 9 earlier in, or this week. Does it, does, are, you, are you excited about this? I've been fighting for you, King, for so long. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> if you've been fighting for me, then I am excited about it. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Uh, it'll be a great honor to be in the Memphis Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, so uh, I, I, let's see. How many... I think I'm in the Memphis Wrestling Hall of Fame. I'm in the WWE Hall of Fame. That'll make three Hall of Fames that I'm in. That'll be awesome. And or halls of what do you halls of fame, not Hall of Fames. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to get my grammar part. correct there. I guess yeah. You're who in multiple is, halls. Who is, who is Marina Sirtis? Marina Sirtis. Uh, yeah. Is she know. there? She's sitting next to you at this event. Yeah, she's just like staring, staring at me over here. But I don't know who she is. <laughs> Put her on. <laughs> hey, hey, oh my gosh! You know who's right behind me? Who? Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon is there. Wow. Flash Gordon's here. Oh my gosh! It's a ton of it's a ton of celebrities here. Um, uh, you know who's big at these things now? Who is uh, there? There's Levar Burton right there. Well, who who's hey, big? Levar? Who's who's Levar Burton? No, who is big at these things? Oh, uh, voice actors. Uh, people that do voiceover stuff. Okay. It's crazy. For like what, uh, The Simpsons and Family Guy or what? Yeah, stuff like that. Exactly. The Simpsons. You know, cast one, of, one of the biggest one of the biggest is the guy that does the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh yes. I, I, I can I can definitely see that being pretty big. And that's a that's a fun experience. Like the interactions like 
you know, you see you see some people and be like, oh, they look bigger in person or oh, they, oh, you yeah. know, whatever they look. But when you're seeing the voice actor, like that's that's something that takes your mind a minute, I think, to like really yeah, like, comprehend I mean, that I, experience. I'm just like a big fan of these things myself. I'm just walking around looking at every, about to go in the green room here and see who all's hanging out in there. So when are you due back there's at your table? Uh, there's, I swear to God, there's a line right now. This, I just got here. I mean, I just walked in uh, from the ready. airport and there are people are lined up waiting for me right now. This and is... they just sent my pictures out, and there's a little there's a little kid just staring at my crown. So uh, hey. as soon as we get through with this, I'll get back over there and start making money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I won't I won't keep you much longer. I do want to ask you, uh, Goldberg uh, at age 53 won the uh, Universal Championship uh, for in in WWE this week. Does that make you uh, a little um, not upset, but a little like, how come you never got to be WWE champion? That's really what I'm wondering. Like, there, it, there's no age limit anymore. Why no, did... I'm not. I'm not upset at all. You never won any championship uh, in WWE. I never won any. No, I didn't. And and I, I don't know. I'm getting nervous. Here comes Christian. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to put you on speakerphone here for a second. I'm going to walk up and say hi to William Shatner. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's do it. All right. Hang on. Bill, get off the phone. <laughs> hey, man. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, yeah. We're making the rounds again. Yeah. Everything's great. How about you? I'll see you. I don't know. Could you hear him? Yeah, we, yeah, we could definitely hear him. So that was William Shatner. <laughs> William Shatner. Christian just walked by. I'm back in the green room. And they just brought in pizza. Oh, my gosh. Woo, fresh pizza. <laughs> Get to ask, ask Christian when he's going to stand up for Edge there on Monday nights. Everybody's, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to. Yeah, that's a good idea. I should ask him that. I will. <laughs> Maybe he hasn't been watching. There's a lot of wrestling on these days. Uh, no, he has been. He's on backstage. Uh, he's been. He's been. He's been watching that stuff, but so yeah, so Goldberg is the, Goldberg is the champion though. He's a Hall of Famer that is, is is holding the title. Do you and and a lot of fans are upset, King. A lot of fans, I don't know if you, if you noticed this. Uh, fans are upset that the Fiend lost the title to Goldberg in such a quick match um, after he was seemed so un, you know, invincible. Uh, is is there a way with your history of booking that if there was somebody you wanted to look invincible but have them lose that you would you would do? Would you use outside interference? What's the way to uh, in the old days you would book somebody that you wanted to still look invincible but have them lose the match? Well, honestly, I, I've never I've never believed in having somebody look invincible. I mean, I don't I don't think it's a good thing that people don't think you can ever lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, that's, that's totally unrealistic to me. Um, and, and I, and I think what had happened with, you know, with, with the fiend is almost that, uh, you know, they, they had come to that point to where there's, w- once you get to a point where the person can't lose, then the fans, it was like, this is way before your time, but it was like what happened to Muhammad Ali at first when Muhammad Ali started you know, became the champion and everything. Boy, I mean, you know, he was brash and he was arrogant and he was cocky and people did not like him. But then when he kept winning and winning and winning, they started liking him just out of respect. And I think the same thing, uh, the same thing happens to somebody like The Fiend 
he becomes, you know, he becomes a good guy. And then who are you going to book him against? Unless you just switch him around and, 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 uh, and, and start booking him against the bad guys, which is what, you know, that's what, that would have been my natural progression at this point. But, um, I mean, you know, when, when, you, when you have him in there against, well, you saw Daniel Bryan, different guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, they're cheering the first for the fiend. Yeah. So, um, uh, I mean, and I think he also is, he, you know, he's enough of a character that he doesn't need the championship to be over. You know, he, he's, he's one of those kind of guys that just doesn't, doesn't really need that. So, um, I, I, I think, I don't know. They're probably, if I, if, if somebody said, Hey, come up with a way, uh, to get the title off the fiend without beating him. I, you know, I, I think we, you could, you could probably have done that, but I think they needed to, you know, I think they needed to get it done quick because just, uh, the way they had WrestleMania book, you know? Right. Well, I mean, did, did Goldberg versus Roman Reigns, which looks like the way they're going, does that match need the title is, 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 is a question as well. It's still a, a pretty cool special attraction match to see Spear versus Spear and Goldberg, who's still in pretty good shape. Like, does Goldberg need to be champion um, for that? I, I don't know. Uh, but there's, there's well, way, I, I, yeah. I just think that I just think that now they're ready to put the championship back on Roman Reigns. Right. So that's the way to do that. But yeah. instead, because they they're pivoting. Why do you think they're pivoting? That it seemed like everything was going in the direction of Fiend versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Roman Reigns to finally take down the Fiend, figuring out the the formula to do it. Instead, we get Goldberg doing it on a Thursday afternoon in February. Why do you think they they pivoted off of that and and went with this? Well, because I think they're gonna. You know, you always need something to follow up WrestleMania with. Mm-hmm. You need to start going in a different direction, and I think that's the direction they'll go after WrestleMania. So maybe you could see Fiend beat John Cena and say, okay, yeah, let's, we're, we're having fun fantasy booking, which we usually don't do in this segment. We're being joined by Jerry the King Lawler just for a couple more minutes uh, here. I, I mean, you could I, – I, I think the, the Fiend match, it went from one extreme to the next, right? Like he did – he's sure he could have lost to Goldberg. I'm fine with him losing to Goldberg. But, like, there had to have been – like, but the story they've been telling is that there, you have to figure out the secret to beating him. And Goldberg really didn't do that. He just, like – Kind of did his his finishing maneuver on him. Yeah, like that. It didn't have to be really a squash. Like, could somebody have? I joked, use a, a taser like Scott Hall did to beat Goldberg's streak, or um, or could he have lost in the elimination chamber when he's up against five different people and they all team up on Uh-oh. him? I just think there could have been different ways. You you could have put everything together. Something happening there? Uh, yeah, they just opened up the new pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So how long how long will you right be? Right now, pepperoni pizza, pepperoni pizza is coming, getting my attention more so than uh, the Fiend and the Goldberg. Oh yeah, I I understand I understand that. So it looks like um, perfect. Thank you. As as we're building towards WrestleMania, do you know your role? Uh, what will be there uh, when we get to WrestleMania this year in Tampa Bay? You'll be announcing. Thank you. Will you be doing the Hall of Fame? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be I'll be commentating on the Raw matches. But you're you're done with the Hall of Fame. You're not returning. Uh, nobody said anything about it, but I doubt if I am. Of course, I'm the, glad. I'm I'm really happy that I'm not. Really, it's early. Yeah, I think it's on a Thursday. It, yeah. Yeah, it's on a Thursday. You know, it's not on TV anymore. It's like, I don't know. It's a it's a long hard day. Believe it or not. Okay, so the the king goes with with pepperoni uh, pizza. Is that where you're? Pepperoni going? pizza. That's me. 
The <laughs> What's your favorite pizza in Memphis? We'll wrap on that. Do you have any favorite pizza in Memphis? Where do you get your pizza from? Uh, oh, gosh. The, the pizza I eat the most in Memphis because it's close to my house, uh, Little Caesar. Little, Little Caesars, all right. Yeah. <laughs> pizza, pizza. I mean, he's yeah, he's got the toga. Uh, somewhat of a, a play, makes sense for royalty. To and you and I, we're gonna have to. I heard you advertising the uh, uh, Germantown Commissary Barbecue. That's good. But what are you talking? I'm sure. I'm sure it is. But now we've got a conflict of interest. <laughs> oh, are you, are you? What are you talking about? Jerry the King Lawler on uh, Championship? What is? Why do we even think of the name of the? Oh, I just call it Lawler's Barbecue there on Germantown Parkway. Yeah, that's it. Jerry the King Lawler's Memphis Barbecue hey, on Germantown Parkway. They're putting Jer- – yeah, Jerry the King Lawler's Memphis Barbecue Company there in Germantown Parkway. It, it is it's worth checking out, uh, especially if you're out in the area. You've got to stop by. But the they're putting stuff in, in that Target now, that Target that has been vacant for a minute. They're, what is going in there? I can't I, – I can't remember. There's something's going in there, though. I'll figure it out. I'll text it to you. It's going to have to be something big because, I mean, that was the biggest Target in Memphis. I think they're going to do something possibly like – uh, the Kmart on Germantown Parkway, where they put in a bunch of different things, like uh, that pizza place there, actually. Uh, oh, really? I, th- so I, I don't think that's what they're putting there, but I think they're putting in multiple things. We should have um, – I don't know. I was trying to find the news right now, but I can't find it. You need to get and sign some autographs, King. We yeah, will- I was going to say this. This is uh, this interview is kind of. We've gone off the rails. We've gone off the rails here. (laughs) We certainly have. We will talk to you next Saturday. Tell all the folks uh, there that um, you know. Tell them I said hello to see what they say. All right. Okay. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, King. All right, Kevin. Bye. That is Jerry the King Lawler. He's live from uh, from uh, Comic Con. We had William Shatner on there for a minute, Carl. You know who William Shatner is? I think I remember who it is. Who do you think it is? Wrestler, right? No. He's in the Hall of Fame, though. He is in the WWE Hall of Fame, so you get partial credit. Yeah. The announcer, right? I don't like know it. if he's in the Hall of Fame, actually. He might be in the Hall of Fame. He inducted Jerry the King Lawler into the Hall of Fame. I know, I know the name sounds very familiar. He's from Star Trek. He's very famous. The Priceline commercials. Okay. And the Star Trek guy. And who who, uh, who else? Is oh, he put Ron Simmons on. Who do you know who Ron Simmons is? Is he a wrestler? I do not. Damn. Damn, it's his catchphrase. That's why I keep saying it. But Ron Simmons is the first ever African-American world heavyweight champion in professional wrestling. He's been a guest on this show uh, before. Wrestled in WWE under the name Farouk for uh, the the latter part of his uh, career. So I just had uh, Farouk and William Shatner join us while Jerry Lawler ate pizza at GalaxyCon. You, know, you never know what's going to happen. But I do know what is going to happen. Tonight, tonight, we are going to be at Rec Room. Carl, you got to work. Otherwise, you'd be coming out, right? You're gonna s- check I'll this probably stuff be out. at the FedEx form. I'm a you're Laker such a guy. heel. You're a heel is what I'm, you are. When I'm we call Laker it in wrestling, guy. you're a heel. You're a heel. Uh, of course, you can go to the, the, the Grizzlies game and still probably make it to Rec Room for the two main events uh, this evening. The party starts at 6, though. Um, reminder, it is all ages, but if you're under 21, you got to come with a parent or guardian. We're going to have giveaways after every match. It is, uh, there is no cover. So just come on in, find a spot and watch on the giant screens. They got brand new giant pretzels at rec room, uh, as well as the AEW revolution watch party tonight, uh, drink specials. 
include a $3 Miller High Life. That is the champagne of beer. So Chris Jericho, get excited about enjoying a little bit of the bubbly for just $3. And then the private party punch will be available for $5. And if you buy a freshly squeezed orange jello shot, you get one half off for your best friend, Orange Cassidy, in action uh, this evening for his first AEW match. Jake Hager uh, in his first match in AEW tonight uh, as well. So that is the AEW watch party. It's at Rec Room. Uh, mentioned all the great stuff happening up there, but if you want to check out uh, RecRoomMemphis.com, you can go to their website. Rec Room is located at 3000 Broad Avenue, right off of Sam Cooper Boulevard. So we're ending early today. This is, um, we're ending at the 30-minute mark, just like Kenny Omega and Pac's big Iron Man match uh, this week. There will be uh, no sudden death as we're leading right into some SEC action for the remainder of the day. I want to thank everybody for, for listening. I thank all you low budgets uh, for listening today. Um, and I will be out there. Come see me tonight at Rec Room. Get, just get your calendars marked. Just know you got to be going out there uh, to Rec Room if you are a wrestling fan. You got to be out there tonight. AEW Watch Party. There's nowhere else in town. Uh, you should be the environment and the excitement uh, of the fans that will be packing out that place tonight. And then the 14th, 901 Wrestling. Then on the, that Tuesday night, the 24th, with uh, Trivia Mania. And there's other stuff as well happening. Those are just the ones that I'm hosting at Rec Room, the uh, wrestling headquarters in the wrestling capital of the world. We're out of time. We've got to get to some uh, some old Miss action. But that, that that is our show. Once again, I want to thank all you low budgets for listening. Until next time, I will see you around the territory.